Welcome back to the Sandcast, Pauhana edition, brought to you by our friends over at Wilson who have provided us the ball. The official ball of Hawaii. The official <laughs> new ball of Hawaii, AVP, and of course, Kona Brew. We've all got uh, a counter here. Yes, we do. Cheers, boys. Cheers to the end of season. We brought another Hawaiian on the show. This Cheers. is This guy's been on like four times already. <laughs> our guests are probably just scrolling over that one. <laughs> Just, oh, the, next. The Sandcast oh, always great. needs a rating boost when they bring me in. Dude, this isn't, this isn't like a special every guest. every quarter. quarter <laughs> I come in quarterly, boost the ratings. We had our, your first one still in the top ten. Talk, talking shit with Trevor Crabb. That was peak Trev. That was. <laughs> Dude. And then you went all downhill from there. Yeah. <laughs> but you got your first win. Congrats. Yeah. An official Sandcast congrats now that we have you on air. We had your partner on a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, that's I right. I guess you're your one-off partner. I, got. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad first win, though. No, definitely doesn't get better than that. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was, you know, that's the one that everyone wants to win. Yeah. Uh, growing up, you know, just to get your name on the pier. Uh, I was telling, like, Casey uh, Patterson in Chicago, like, I almost wish it didn't happen just because I know the feeling of <laughs> when it did, so I want that same feeling again for, yeah. like, my first one. It was that good. <clears throat> but, yeah, I mean, now it just... It's all just downhill rack- from here. Now it's just all downhill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. But now it's just rack up, tally them up, try to win as many as possible. Maybe an Olympic gold, I think that might... Surpass it. Uh, I think that would pass it a little bit. Yeah, yeah for that would sure. pass it for sure. It is funny talking to international guys though, because when we had Brower and Musin on, like way back, one of our first episodes, they were like, "All we want to do is play Manhattan," because they don't get to play in the AVPs, right. and like that's the big one. Like they have to just travel the world all the time. Whereas yeah. we at least like get to go to just Manhattan or New York. Like we we get to walk to a, a tournament sometimes. Yeah, I get to watch. I, <laughs> I wouldn't mind if the AVP. Like, just for Manhattan, let one international team in every year. Yeah. Like, and that's, like, their chance How about to get just on. for Chicago? Pretty cool. Just for Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> or anything else. I was kind of surprised that, um, because Hawaii was, like, kind of an international event last year, I thought that they would try to wild card some I of the international teams I think that was the original idea. Really? Yeah, they thought about it. Um, but yeah, that's what I heard. They just wanted to go away from it and, like, it's tough because then you have like, you're not you're taking away opportunities from domestic teams, which, you know, you could argue either way. Like, if they can't, if they're the the bottom two teams anyway, then you can't really complain. But I don't know. I like it keeping it keeping it domestic, and ha- I think once they establish their schedule, like, I believe they said they want to get to like ten and just have ten really good events. Yeah. And start then, bringing in teams. And create, like, specialty events. Yeah. Stuff like that, you know? Like, one-offs or an eight-team event, like, at the end of the year or at some point. That would be pretty stuff cool. Stuff like that. I know um, it was really interesting. So Delaney's roommate, uh, Megan Bergdorf, used to work at USA. So she kind of follows Beach really closely. And she was like, how do you feel about Canadians taking, like, 40 grand worth of prize money in Manhattan? Like, 
I didn't think about it that way. It's like, it's pretty good though. I mean, yeah. good for them. Yeah, but you also it's like it's not like they let international teams. Yeah, in. you can't be like they're citizens. Oh yeah, but you're also <laughs> Canadian, so you're out. Like, <laughs> you like, can't go. Yeah, like I just never thought of it that way. I didn't know if like other people did. If like some of the girls look at like sure Mel and Sarah, and they're like, well, they shouldn't be here. Right. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of the girls that don't like it. I could see that for sure. And yeah, I, I mean, it's Canada. It's like yeah, basically, yeah. North America. Yeah. Same thing. I haven't gotten that sense with any of the guys, like, looking at Ricardo and being like, oh, well, he's taking my prize money. Yeah. because he, he hasn't. Yeah, he hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think some people are kind of mad that he got wild carded into Hawaii. Oh, yeah, can we talk true. about that? <laughs> yeah, sure. You can bring it up. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, you guys also uh, benefited from a wild card. Which I'm not. I did. You did. He did. Right. Yeah. yeah. You kind of. <laughs> Two years in a row too. I gotta. Yeah. I gotta thank AVP for that one. Yeah. Appreciate. <laughs> thank appreciate you for the Hawaiian that. Roots. Yeah, the Hawaiian <laughs> roots definitely came in handy there. Yeah, I mean, te- oh. technically, he's the only guy on that list that didn't earn a, <laughs> a spot. You know, like I mean, Ricardo earned one, but with Rosie. Reader earned one, yeah. but with me. Oh. But he's he's the odd guy out. So <laughs> if you're mad, then we mad to try. Yeah, you know, people want to see what they want to see. <laughs> no cast, by the way. I just noticed that. Is this first day without like anything? Pretty good. I, well, I've been doing rehab, so I got my rubber band here. <laughs> been working, uh, working that strength. But yeah, I got downgraded. My everyday um, is just a strap that goes in my fingers now. So it's getting better and better. I'm ahead of schedule. Trev saw me bringing some heat today. You saw it. <laughs> it's like hitting really hard with like a pillow. You're swinging hard, but yeah, good luck reading that coming off my hand. If you don't know where it's going, they're gonna be on day. their heels. Yeah. No, it's it's going good. Hands good. And so you guys have what Hawaii and uh, Mexico. You're not so, okay. So you're not going all the way to China for the no. three star. Okay. Is anybody? I'm I know sure. I Jack and Taylor are. Are you sure? No, but I, I cannot I imagine Phil would be going to no, China. Phil's no, not. Phil's <laughs> not. I don't think Jake and Taylor. I are. heard they were, but I'm not sure. Mm. They need to catch up on finishes, so I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're at ten. And they so got no. They, 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 they have, have the. Right, uh, that's true. Norseka. Oh yeah, they have. So they're not. They're probably going to go to China, which is a three star. Equivalent, right? Oh my god! I can't believe that. That's how it is every year, right? I can't believe yeah. that. Last year... That's freaking easy money. Last year... Uh, oh, yeah, we lost in the qualifier to Jake and Taylor. Oh, that was like my first week. Oh, yeah, back. that was when It was right after Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah. But, Jeez. I mean, it was like Billy and uh, Doherty went. So, nobody got... From the guy's side, nobody picked up Olympic points. Yeah. But for the girls, I think April won. April and played uh, Brandy and Heather. Mm. Yeah, April's probably gonna drop. A, April and Alex are probably gonna drop like a three-star gold equivalent. <laughs> That's gonna be like their worst finish. Yeah, well, they're not going to. Uh, they didn't do the North Sega. No, they didn't go last year. Too? They're they're already they're, locked. Yeah, they're oh, pretty right. much. Yeah, not if you ask them. <laughs> Those they're girls are getting after. Yeah. yeah, they're like unless if there's any chance at all, like if a team has to win five tournaments in a row, it's mathematically possible. It, would it, it depends on if there's be like the, what the schedule looks like. Yeah. If there's like if they like front load all the majors before Tokyo and like yeah. somebody could they technically pass them. First, but, first, first, second. Yeah. Too, but if you ask them, they're just fully like, nope, it's not over. Like, yeah. We have to. 
What about uh, the Olympic qualification event? Was that at all in China? Because that seemed like There's such a no random... There's no point in going to that. Yeah, for the U.S. For Americans. Really? Even if you... Isn't it if you win? Yeah, but you? U.S. takes the bid, not the team. Okay. And, but Other, USA wouldn't look at that and be like, okay, you won. Like they would give it to the next highest finishing I feel like they points. should... They should um, pay teams to go or something, you know? Like, incentivize them to, hey, can you go win us this bid, you know? Just yeah. to guarantee spots. Especially with us all sitting around, like, 10 to 20 range, the three teams. Well, I guess explain for, the, if you even, like, fully understand, because I kind of go in and out of understanding how the Olympic qualification works. Like Through that how event? Do, how, well, no, just, like, in general... How, do, how does the country get two bids? Because like you said in your Instagram post, like it's not guaranteed that the U.S. gets a single it's bid. It's got to be top 15 or I guess kind of 15 to 18 with the whole you know, two world champs and then the two China bids. So that yeah. makes 18. Um, and uh, Or country quota, like Brazil might if, qualify if three you times. Have, if only one team is in that top 15, then you have to go through your Continental Cup after the June deadline and battle um, with your continent, uh, like Canada, Mexico, okay. for that one Continental Cup spot. Okay. Um, so we want top 15 teams to win that China event. So then they guarantee their spots. And, yeah, and then, then it becomes 18, top 18. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Got it. Because, yeah. like, last time... And I, most likely, like, all those teams that are in China or like you know somewhere between one and low 20s yeah I haven't looked so, at who's playing and yeah is there, so we're not sending anybody no okay because I know Canada's sent I know Brandy's going I think yeah because yeah, they they'll Canada they give them the spot okay it's like Sam and Sam Canadian guys are going um there's a decent amount of teams that are going. It's worth it if, especially if you're sitting in like the, you know, 15 range, yeah. and you can get that bid. Like, get hot, win one tournament. Look at Chile. <laughs> yeah, they got yeah. hot, won two of the first tournaments of the year. Yeah, and haven't done anything since. So if some team gets hot for one, they're just in. Yeah, yeah. wouldn't be a bad way to go. Except for you got to go to China, so it's a little <laughs> tough. But if yeah. you win it, for sure it's worth yeah. it. But if you don't, you go. You bite the bullet on your flight, everything. When you guys look at where you stand now, like putting it in retrospect, are you pretty happy with how the year went? Because you are like technically number one, even though uh, Phil and Nick don't have their all 12 and Jake and Taylor don't have all 12. But I think if you were to like add two more events of what their average was, you yeah, guys are I don't like, think it's that, like a dead heat. Yeah, it doesn't matter they don't have 12 right now because there's going to be decent amount of events next yeah. year so now that like your 2019 FIVB season is technically over like how would you say it went like, pretty happy with it yeah very I mean minus the last month <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if you take that out of it then well you won Manhattan dude you yeah well no he's it. talking about international yeah, yeah. season solely if you take that out of it then extremely happy yeah um, a lot of good finishes ended the year on top and points for Americans yeah somewhere almost like top 10 uh internationally uh so yeah was it uh yeah you say something i mean i think it, you could look at it either way there's plenty to be like 
damn it about, but yeah. yeah. I think we we got a lot better, and going into it, we're kind of like, we didn't know where we stood, and I feel like we, for me at least, personally, I got to t- start off like kind of where I left off uh, with Trev. I mean, we even bettered our world champs finish that I had with Hayden, and so yeah, I'm stoked with it. And And the biggest thing for me I'm excited about is that we have so much room to grow. Like, we really haven't even gotten into, like, the more complicated parts of it because right. we're split blocking. It's been new. I didn't even get a full off season really. Mm-hmm. I've kind of been luggage like from the beginning. In terms <laughs> of, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at some some points, like in Czech, I was like, really struggling like to get energy, um, and then you know, I getting my infusions and um, and then getting hurt and like so it's been kind of lame in that sense but we still when we're healthy we performed and we didn't have that much time to train going up into it so I just like that we have a lot of room to grow and like this next this off season and this next run here is going to be really fun yeah I'm going to say because we uh we just had Delaney on and she was because she, she switched to blocking in like the last month or so and mm. she said that it's been like such a blast just like learning so many new things is that how much of an element has that been throughout the year just like learning how to play defense, learning how to play right side, and just, like, this whole new thing. And, like, it's not like you just eased into it. You guys just jumped straight into We're going for the Olympics. Now I'm learning a whole new position. Yeah, yeah, the defense and the right side. But for, yeah, for the right side or offensively speaking, you know, I think in order to call yourself a good beach volleyball player, you got to be able to side out from yeah. everywhere, right? So, you know, I kind of took that upon me and just focus everything on focus you know pretty hard on learn learning how to side out on the right side or getting better at it um and it's easy when i'm sitting uh, (laughs) (laughs) definitely uh the right side is definitely more challenging than the left for sure um you have a lot less vision you got to rely on a lot of other things first like your pass um but your partner's call and stuff like that but uh yeah i mean it's it's gone pretty good so far um i don't i can't say i like miss the left at all you know yeah um but it's always nice to be able to play both sides yes yeah. i think that adds you know an extra element into anyone's games it kind of separates you from someone else yeah. that only is like stuck on one side so that's very important yeah Whenever you, like, run a back set on the left, I'm, like, 8,000% sure he's hitting line. <laughs> Low line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got to remember that scouting report. Yeah. Works every time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of get, like, the sense, like, when, when we're playing new positions, new sides and all that, I kind of, it makes me, like, think that I'm losing reps and other things. You know, like, so, like, for example, we're split blocking now. And I don't feel like I've gotten the reps that I used to get blocking. So my blocking is not what it used to be. Right. So you kind of have to, like, mentally decide, like, are you okay with losing reps here to, like, enjoy learning something new? And I think a lot of people aren't able to do that. Whereas, like, we have a lot of confidence in it. And, like, we'll just be good at that. You know, it's just confidence, really. But... I think that's what we take a lot of pride in. Like, a lot of the Hawaii guys in general 
granted, we're the only two really doing it, take a lot of pride in just being good at every skill. Right. Like, even from indoor. Like, when the indoor players come up to the mainland, they're usually the utility guys. That's just kind of how we were taught. So I think that has a lot to do with, like, Trevor just being, like, I mean, either of us could have played right, but I was coming off of two years not playing, so we were going to make it as easy <laughs> yeah. as possible on me. I think that yeah. was kind of the – and he didn't even question. Just like, yeah, I'll go right, whatever. Yeah. And then just started hitting high lines. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think – I don't know. It's it's cool uh, to have that mentality and just stick with it, even though there are little sacrifices. Like, yeah. Like, oh, I'm losing reps here. I'm maybe, you know, this is my strength. Instead of saying, labeling yourself like, this is my strength, I'm going to stick with it. It's just like, my strength's everything. Yeah. And you just kind of go for it and try to live up to that. And, and then your game starts evolving in other ways. So it's like, my blocking's maybe not what it was, but we're still winning and like playing at the same high level, if not have the potential to be way higher, which I do believe. Um, and we have probably played at a higher level at times this year. So I, I don't know. I think it's fun. Yeah. I mean, it sounds fun. I mean, I personally have never played defense, but I think just like learning how to do something you've never done before is probably like a pretty cool thing to progress at, especially like, at the level that you guys have. feels like yeah. there's a lot of space back there when you first get back there. You want to <laughs> yeah. like do everything. And you're like, Jesus, you doing like way too much. Guess and cheat. Yeah. That's definitely, you know, compared to blocking. Does it oh, help your yes. offense having played defense and blocking too, knowing like some of the things that work when you're on defense? You're like, I really hope they don't hit this shot. It's really hard to dig. I would, I mean, yeah, but like I'm trying to think of it like on when I'm on offense, like yeah. I'm not thinking too much or really at all of what you know they're doing right. on defense. Maybe like at a certain time out of a timeout or something and I think that they're going to run a certain play yeah that's the only time I'm thinking of that yeah. but other than that I'm just on offense I'm just going solely off what I see and what I feel and not yeah. like what their game plan is against me yeah I don't know if it was like how in football like a lot of um wide receivers who like have played defensive back before think it's yeah. like such a benefit because they they can kind of see routes run right or like know what the receiver's doing if like the defensive back has played receiver before Except the DBs can't catch. <laughs> I think it's better. It's more the other way around. Like when we're on defense, thinking about like picturing ourselves as the offense right now. Yeah. Other way around, yeah. you know, that helps more. Yeah. Um, Who would you guys say are the best? <clears throat> so I think that Anders and Christian and Oleg and Krasilnikov, I think are probably the two best teams in the world. And then there's like a, I think, like, a pretty big drop-off to the next one. Who do you think is, like, the next clump of teams? I almost have to say Germany. Just, like, based off the Rome and World Champions. They showed up for the big ones. They did the big ones, yeah. 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 That's two World Tour finals in a row that they're on the podium. And they were in the semifinals in Stad. They have a really well-rounded game. Yeah. Those two. The defender's kind of, like, indoor-y, but he, like, has a really good touch. Crazy positioning, And then the... Big Wickler, or no? I mean, is you it can Tolle. Dolly, yeah. Tolly, he's uh, he's got good hands. He looks goofy as heck, but he's like a giant puppy. He's got like, good. He gets a block and he's like smiling. Right, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> could group the next like ten teams, you know. Yeah. It just depends on who's so hot, many. Really, like yeah. lately, Alice Song was great. 
Then um, they just lost. Then they lost to France. France. Yeah. Yeah, when when did France, like, they just got hot. Because yeah. Alisson and Alvaro were balling out. Tokyo was their first tournament where they kind of came in for France. Yeah. Um, Glad we caught them on a hot streak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I looked at that, and I was like, well, if there's a team that try, like, might be able to do something against left-handed, that might be yeah, the yeah, one. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then well, beat Allison and Alvaro. I ended up playing right-handed. It worked pretty good. Two, two trickle aces in a row at one nice. point. <laughs> I was pretty proud of that. More trickle aces than Trev, who said he was going to... He was practicing. Well, I didn't, because I didn't go for it. He told well, me not to. Well, I mean, it wasn't so working at practice. Took, He's over there at practice. <laughs> I had to keep my serves like, in. Every ball in the net. I made like every... I don't think I missed a serve, by the way. Not bad. And I made a jump, <laughs> lefty jump serve. I love the lefty jump serve. I totally knew Trev was going to be pissed about it, too. Oh, you see, if you look at the video, you, see, you can see my... Like head, keep back. Like I feel like I felt like I was coming. You could, I look at my head. I'm like, and then I see him land. I'm like, he just jumps her. I was wondering how you knew because I was back there and he's That's not right, looking. Right, I'm, like, I'm always looking. I'm like, I'm gonna jump serve him. When else do I get to jump serve lefty in a in a elite tournament? You know, nobody does that. That's so funny. With the right footwork, by the way. And then we win the point. And Trevor's like, hey, serve this in. Serve this in. No, I said, stay down. Stay hey, down. this one, stay down. Yeah. I was like, dude, how did you know? <laughs> didn't think you were looking at I should have hit a lefty sky ball. Stay down? I didn't even know it was match point, like, the next play. Yeah, it was match point. And we were down, like, 13. Yeah, we were getting smashed. So I was like, come on. <laughs> For the fans, come on. We gotta do this. It's like uh, when Jake and Taylor were playing the Germans, and Jake gets that like monster Kong block, yeah. and they were down like twenty thirteen, and like they're oh, celebrating. Up prayers. Like, we got a long way to go. At least that's that's the kind where you're like. <laughs> they had like four in a row. Yeah. Oh, a comeback was <laughs> coming. The serve. <laughs> Jake missed the serve. They were down twenty thirteen and brought it back to like twenty seventeen or something. Dude, they beat Nikolai <laughs> Lupo down eighteen twelve. Eighteen twelve. Yeah. Thanks a lot. It was Nikolai Lupo. Yeah. That was I've never seen Lupo just burn to the ground oh, like that. He it was tough. Collapsed. It was like was tough to tragedy. watch but cool to watch because like I'm not in your position, so like I can root for the US. And uh I was like, I feel bad for Lupo right now because this so is bad. just tragic to watch, but on his home court. <laughs> yeah. But good for Jake and Taylor for winning that. Yeah. Were you guys still there to like watching that in person? Yeah, I watched actually their Spain match in person. Okay, that was a gnarly one too. Yeah, uh, that third, that second set was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it was like 32. they uh, had like I think it was three or four p- points swings before that to put the set away, oh, really? and they couldn't do it. And I so I thought I was going through for sure, especially that one play where Jake had an overpass yeah. for a, the for the match and. He hit it right to oh. <laughs> Adrian, like tapped it right to him. Full overpass, like just boop. Oh my God. We are going to take a quick second to pause for a commercial break from our sponsors who keep the show moving forward as always, as do you, the listeners. You guys are by far the most important part of this show. Uh, just wanted to give a huge thank you to everyone who always says hi at the beach and says thanks for the show, thanks for all the information for putting it out. And honestly, it, I almost feel bad taking gratitude and thanks because it's just a blast. It's an absolute blast for me and try to just talk volley, and it's an absolute blast to know that you guys are listening. So a huge thank you to you guys, the listeners. You are the reason that we do the show in the first place and the reason that it keeps going on. 
another big reason is the fact that you are still supporting our sponsors, um, one of our favorites, obviously. The ball maker of them all, Wilson Volleyball. The AVP plays with it. The CBVA plays with it. The college girls play with it. Everyone plays with Wilson Volleyball, except for the FIVB, who uses them in Costa. But we're not going to worry about that for now, because for now, it's the end of AVP season, which means that your balls are probably a little bit beat up and that you probably need some replacements. So order some at wilsonvolleyball.com and use our discount code WILSONSAND for 20% off. All right, that'll get you a bunch of new volleyballs that you'll need heading into the offseason at the end of season here uh, as it winds down. Our next sponsor, now all the Beats players listen to this, you need, you need something to do with all your prize money. Might as well go over to Pacific Coast Wealth Management, hit up our guys over there. They can help you out with a retirement portfolio. They can put your money in all the right spots. They're great guys. They know beach volleyball. They're the ones who help put on the Laguna Beach Open. So hit up our guys at Pacific Coast Wealth Management and talk to them about your finances today. And last but certainly not least of our sponsors, we have Firefly Recovery. And God bless those guys at Firefly because they are the only reason that my knees are still intact at this point in the season. Travel, you can. It, it isn't just a, a pain to travel anymore. You can actually recover while you travel. You can just strap them on your knees, and it moves the blood flow around. So you, when you step off the plane, you're not all stiff, and you don't need a full day or two to get ready to play. You are just ready to rock and roll as soon as you step off the plane. If you are an office worker, you can slap those things on while you're in the office, and then it'll go. I've gotten a lot of messages about Firefly and how great they are, so give them a try today at Firefly Recovery. And now, back to the show. Um, Similar thing in their first set with Germany, too. They had, like, five or six swings for that first set and just could not put it away. Oh, yeah, that one play, right? Yeah, they had, like, four of them in one play and just yeah. could not put it down. That was for the set, yeah. Yeah, for that first set. And then once they lost that, because they were up nineteen seventeen, I think. It's crazy and, how uh, one <laughs> play can dictate it. Yeah. But with you guys... um, like, with a full year under your belt, like, having split blocks, having switched sides, like, what's the focus heading in? I know it's not, like, off-season yet because we still have Hawaii, but we're pretty much there. Like if you had kind of identified, like, the points of focus heading into, like, what you want to get better at heading into next year? I think we got to probably meet about that. Yeah. I, in our minds, like, Hawaii's happening so fast. Yeah. We're, I haven't really... And you got a lot going on. <laughs> Jose's, like, talking to me, like, you have no off-season try, I'm mm-hmm. like, which I like. I'm ex- really excited to get back to work. But uh, I think, I don't know, I haven't comprehended it like that. Like, season's over yet. Um, yeah, I feel like after Hawaii it is. Mexico. Yeah. And so we we'll have take Mexico, a, yeah. Yeah, I'll, we'll take a break. I'll, I'll take one a little longer than him. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. um, it's not till like, two, like almost, right? almost two months. So yeah, I'd take a few weeks and then come back and then play Mexico, then have another small off season. Yeah. And get back into it. Do you know like has there been any indication of when the next season was well, I mean technically Mexico is the next season. Schedule but comes out next week, so I heard the, really? the yeah. Hague is not happening, so we don't have to yeah, get first ready one for will be January. Random first. January. First one will, will be February. February, March. Okay. I'm hearing it's like well, this episode's going to come out next week, so we might have it for the following episode. True. Um, but I heard six four-stars, one or two five-stars before the Olympic cutoff. It would be great to have Fort Lauderdale back. It's I not, don't think it's, it's happening. It's not happening. Not happening. Vienna. I think it's just Vienna. 
but it's after Rome is the I think the only one that's yeah. So they're gonna slide Rome Rome. up. Yeah, nice. They're gonna slide Rome forward. No sightseeing for us this time, Trev. Yeah. How was Uh, how was that event? Because it'll I think it's the last event right before the cutoff. Right before Tokyo. Oh really? Yeah. So when do they cut it off? Do you know? June fifteenth. Okay. So I think it'll be that week. A month before almost. Uh yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy because like to get accommodations for the Olympics, which tickets sold out like the first day by the way yeah it's it, it takes like a year you know like everything's selling out in the city yeah. but in our I sport for my press pass a year ago right yeah and so like it? imagine being our family it's kind of a lottery system press pass for dude imagine we got what? money mawarder out there beach. uh volleyball mag oh. no sandcast bro well we're kind of one of the same now all right yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right i thought you were 1440 well, volleyball mag and 1440 are he the He gets same, around. That's what I mean. Thing. This guy gets around. 1440 bought volleyball mag? Or yeah. So volleyball mag doesn't exist anymore? Well, no, it is. So 1440, it's kind of like when, um, it's like Warren Buffett owns a bunch of newspapers, but it's not like the newspapers are now Berkshire Hathaway. Right. You know, it's, it, they, they, so it's keeping Keep its name. name. Right. But now it's just like the content is. So they run it. Yeah, so everything stayed the same. It's just volleyball mags, like, profits and stuff now go to 1440 in a way. So 1440 is becoming, like, more of a media. Just a big exactly. digital media company. Which is pretty great. That seems like that's something our sport really needs. Yeah. It's like people would get us out there. Yeah, and the volleyball mag guys are stoked about it because they're, like, because they basically broke even every year, maybe made a little bit of money, and mm-hmm. now they, like, have a bunch, like, a lot more resources to actually, like, right. do things, and they have, they don't have to just kind of, like, wing it with website design, like, they have the 1440 website designers going in there and kind of building it up, so they're yeah. stoked on it, and then it's nice for me to have, like, an editor again who can be like, no, like, we got this story. I was telling Delaney, I was like, I actually, like, have a boss again. It's, it's weird, but it's kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of being your own boss. Who's your boss? Lee Feinswag, he's this, uh, he, so when I, when he's I a first volleyball wrote, mega. yeah, and, uh, him and Ed Chan they, co-owned it, yeah, started it, right, mm-hmm. yeah, and then he was the one, so when I first started writing, like, random blogs for free on the AVP, just on qualifiers and stuff, he was the one who found it, and then was like, I'll pay you for this stuff, and I was like, hey, <laughs> I'll take money for it, and I was like, my first volleyball job, making, like, 50 bucks a story, mm-hmm. Lee got you in, yeah, Love it. Leroy. And ran into this guy, yeah. and now we got Sandcast. And then so your name's now on you guys are the rest pulling in the big bucks now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Raking it. Now we got this Kona sponsorship. <laughs> the big beers. Speaking of big bucks, though, Manhattan, good weekend for uh, you. That was. Probably because of your boys right here at Monster. <laughs> uh, I can't thank these guys enough, you know. Um, yeah, they've been great, and it's good that the AVP partner with them as well yeah uh you know bringing in you know bigger name sponsors is always good um but yeah manhattan was sweet weekend and you know made After a little party? made a little more than this guy so. <laughs> <laughs> i had to watch that and i know all of our bonus numbers so i was calculating <laughs> damn it shoot <laughs> at least trev bought like Late night meal, like maybe two or three. Made him. <laughs> no, I don't even think I bought anything. Everything was just free that night. No, yeah. that not that night, but. Oh, yeah. He bought yeah. a late night Jack in the Box one Shout, night. Yeah. <laughs> nice. We Shout rolled out. up with a full car of the boys like, yeah. after a concert. And I was just like. 
Trev, this one's on you, monster <laughs> bonus. Everyone agreed, and then he had to pay. Luckily, it was freaking Jack in the Box. Yeah. <laughs> 40 burgers. Should have been steak. 15 bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Ugh. With uh, we kind of got like Reed's side of it when he when we had him on the podcast, but kind of interested from from your side, like how that partnership got formed. Because obviously, like a couple years ago, there was a, a funny little run in between you guys. And Reed, the way he tells it, he was like, "I didn't know that that was just like what Trevor did. He just like talks trash." Yeah. And he's like, and I was like kind of confused afterwards. Is like, why was I so mad? So I don't know, like when things started to smooth over to the point where you were like, "Yeah, we could play Manhattan together." Uh. I think it was kind of, I mean, obviously it was like, what, two years ago when that happened. Um, so we've, you know, since then, you know, we've, you know, made up or whatever and practice against each other and we've been totally fine, you know. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't until like after he got hurt, I needed a partner for Manhattan and uh, Rich Lamborn actually sent me and Rit, uh, me and Reed, a group text, oh and he's like, God. <laughs> "Pretty crab, uh, on the pier for twenty nineteen, yeah." Uh. Uh, and the funny thing is, neither of us responded to it. You know? <laughs> I was like, you know, I wasn't like super oh, okay. Reed's like best guy available. I'm gonna go after him right away. I was like, kind of weighing my options at first, and yeah really thinking who I wanted to play with. If I wanted to play with someone, have a little more fun, um, or if I wanted to just get the best guy out there. Was yeah. Rosie on that list? Rosie was on the list, yeah. Since um, you had already been to the final with him? Yeah, and he's been playing good this year. Um, but I also even tried to get an international guy at first. Um, but, you know, ABP said no to that. Uh, would have been fun. Yeah, would have been fun. Who's, but, your, uh, who's your choice? Uh, I can't reveal, reveal that. Can't pull Anders no. over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I actually asked uh, Alex Rangieri. Oh, uh, nice. Because he wasn't. You guys played six purely f- Yeah, because yeah. for, for after party reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, because he wasn't really playing uh, uh, many tournaments recently. Yeah. Um, they kind of dropped out of the points race, so I knew he was kind of available. But yeah, ABP said no to that, um, which was understandable. Um, so. Uh, kind of thought about it and was like yeah I'm just gonna get the you know best guy available that I think I can have the best chance to win with uh and yeah I mean he actually he actually asked me first and then I was I was about to ask him anyways but uh so it linked up perfectly yeah yeah who when did you decide to split block because with you with you guys it makes sense because you've both blocked before but you know, Reed hadn't blocked since he played in, like, the Huntington qualifier with Kane, like, his first event. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was, I told, I had told Reed, like, I, w- I still want to play right side, and I want to do some split blocking, if you're cool with that, like, when I, we were asking to play with each other. And he was like, yeah, that's totally fine. And then with, just with uh, Jose, you know, we kind of did a couple practices with him split blocking, and you know, he's a good blocker, you know, even though he's a full time defender on the beach. So exactly, long. that's yeah, why. So I always, I know if you, yeah, if you're an outside playing indoor forever, you know, you're gonna, you can block the ball, you know, yeah. it doesn't matter if it's on the beach or not. Um, and also, the second big reason was uh, physically, it's, it was a lot more demanding having <laughs> to run up, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, 
So that was like a big thing about Manhattan's like a long tournament, a huge grind, right. the deep sand. You want to be able to, you know, have your best, be a, as hundred close to hundred percent as possible physically yeah. towards the end of the tournament. Um, so I knew that split blocking would save a lot of energy for both of us, um, and decided to go that route. You know, yeah. and kind of stuck with it. I think, you know, f- the only the first day I was running up. A little bit more than after the first day Saturday on it was like pretty much almost 50 50 yeah there was a couple you know plays out of timeouts here and there yeah like Until the final play, the very last play. <laughs> yeah I yeah. love that I love yeah. that Amazon had that mic'd up because yeah. like Jose just like called a, exactly what was gonna happen yeah. like Trev you running up yep yeah he's like take Casey's angle Damn it, like, I wish serve, I had him a few years line to line. Oh. <laughs> Reed, you go here. Trev, you do this. Block. Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome to watch. Yeah. Like, Damn, Jose does know what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but Jose is great. He's His better quality is for sure, like, the fire. passion and the fire yeah. hyping us up. Team morale. You know, you, you really can't get any better than that with him. Yeah. Um, and just knowing, like, what he's done and the way he talks in a pressure situation, it's like, oh, yeah, like, he's done this, but, like, many times. So it's, it's, she just has so much credibility versus a coach that's never done it, maybe hasn't really been a good player, and they're trying to tell you, you're like, yeah, you haven't really been here before. Right. Yeah. Rather than Jose is just like, I've won this he's many times. Walk, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Trust me. <laughs> When you got that text from Rich, though, he said, you know, pretty crab, you know, getting their names on the pier. Did you think that when you and Reed, like, partnered up that, like, yeah, that was, like, a possibility to happen? Or you're like, yeah, like, we could have a good finish. But this is, like, a fully loaded Manhattan field. Yeah, I, I mean, I, to be honest, I, I knew it was definitely a possibility. Yeah. It was going to be, it was going to be tough to do, you know. Yeah. Um, but I knew that both of us, you know, really just wanted it really bad especially you know it was kind of two different things like I've been to the finals like seven times was, your, sec- was that your seventh or eighth that final? was my eighth okay so 0 for 7 before that he's never made a final you had a hashtag yeah I did have a hashtag <laughs> you both have hashtags yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> team hashtags yeah <laughs> freeze pretty and uh, never trevor yeah teaming up just just erasing Three hashtags. Three saved us a couple times that tournament. <laughs> Erased both hashtags in one tourney. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. What we were saying? Uh, if you expected, if you didn't know that that was a possibility to win coming in. Right, yeah, I think, and like I was saying, I, I was 0 for, 8, 0 for 7 yeah. going to my 8th, and then Reed's never made a final yet in his you know two years playing beach. So both of us were a little long overdue and I think we both kind of held that inside of us and kind of was thinking about it and just you know work together to want it yeah you know does it um does it get harder you know you had made seven finals like that's great and all but does it like build up where you're like holy cow I'm in the finals again like I have to win this one because does it build up or like this one was a little different yeah since I was with Reed and I think if we didn't win the tournament, it wasn't like we weren't supposed to. It, win. We weren't supposed to, you know. Yeah. So it was a, the pressure was a lot different right. in that final than it was 
uh, and all the all the other ones. Yeah. Um, but I think like just making the once we made the final, I was like, okay, now we're gonna win this thing. Yeah. Like before that, it was like, wow, one more win, one more win. We just did another one, and then that semis match with Phil when we got the ace to go to the finals that was like almost like that was almost like a final moment right there yeah. just like, beating Phil yeah <laughs> know how much you like, like to beat almost Phil. felt like the final right there and that's when I knew that okay we're in the finals we're gonna win this thing yeah like, yeah no doubt about it is it um because I feel like there's two ways to respond to a win like that like you said like that felt like winning the final and a lot of teams could have had like an emotional letdown because right. I remember seeing some teams who have, like, a huge win, and then after that they just get, like, clobbered the next one because, like, it's so emotional to right. go through a match like that, and then you just, like, can't get back up for the next team. Kind of like us at World Champs. When you beat... We went to Stad the next tournament. <laughs> and I had swing for match. Two. Against uh, a Gorman two? two swings for match. Really? Yeah. Oh, one. You had two. Yeah, probably one. It was two. <laughs> 20, uh, oh my god, you're right. 2017. Oh, why did I bring that up? Shout <laughs> <laughs> out and then two high lines in a row, I think it was. Yeah, I've had some clutch kills. <laughs> <laughs> I've had some clutch kills too. Let's just reframe that puppy. <laughs> had a few clutch kills in world champs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like maybe it was easier to regain that focus though because you're going back into a final. And not going back into like you know if you had beaten right, Phil right. like in the ninth in place the quarters, match, yeah. like semi or like the seventh place or yeah. whatever, I feel like maybe that would have been tougher. But the like final, you're like, okay, well we're here, and we just beat the best team in the country for the past however long. Yeah, yeah, definitely that that helped. You know that semis, being in the semis and not <clears throat> having to play a little earlier. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean it felt like a final match that match. That was for sure one of the toughest matches to get through because we almost actually, you know, blew the lead there. We had yeah, like um, 2018. Say, we we're talking about the freeze pretty. Like, yeah. <laughs> you guys had that 2018, yeah. and then they went up 21-20. And especially they weren't playing good, um, and it's very rare that they don't play good. So yeah. if you don't take advantage of when they don't play good, then... Phil and Nick had beat me, and then you, and then Jake and Taylor all in Manhattan Finals. Yeah. By the way, that's like what five in a row, Manhattan Finals, Hawaiian. Born or crab? Yeah. Born or crab? Yeah. Hey, Raja. Not bad. Yeah, two. It's <laughs> a good Hawaii run. Two and then three in a row for the crabs. So now me and Taylor gotta hear it. Finally got one. That he's on it. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm on it. Sorry. <laughs> I was cracking. Sorry. I was cracking up after Taylor won Chicago. So, oh, yeah. oh, I heard you got your name on some deep dish pizza. <laughs> yeah. Congrats. Not quite as good. <laughs> My my thoughts like <laughs> after seeing you win it was like all right now Trevor's in the winner's circle <laughs> so my partner's in the winner's circle now he knows how to win tournaments <laughs> granted we've already won FIVBs I'm wondering if your mindset's kind of like shifted at all I, I'm seeing something from the outside I'm like he's talking a little different I'm feeling it out like seeing how we're gonna go forward kind of thing but feel different in tournaments now like AVP or I mean, your freaking confidence. Like, I think the, I yeah. what was Go bigger was, uh, like, the world champs, you know? Yeah. That was, like, the, our defining pivotal moment in terms of knowing that we can hang with anybody now and win any tournament 
Um, in any situation, though, right. down 14-11 to what was then a really hot Brazilian team. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was, for me, the... Even though we didn't medal, that was probably the biggest yeah. moment of the year, like pivotal moment. Yeah. Um, in terms of you know mindsets and all that stuff. Yeah. But. You guys have matched up with those two teams we mentioned as the best in the world. Yeah. Really well. Yeah. Because um, you've gone to three with Anders and Christian twice. Yeah, the last two. The times. last two times. We had match you point up, against you were up Stoyanowski in Vegas. In the bronze medal match. I still match can't get point. over Krasilnikov's pass on that trickle serve is still one of the greatest passes I've ever seen. <sighs> so lucky. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, it double fire. bounced. He just and worked fired for that back thing. a trickle. And then he trickled. The <laughs> he, trickled. Yeah. he called my trickle and trickled me and back. trickled better. Oh, my God. Yeah. For a bronze medal. Poha. It's crazy that Oleg might be the most improved player in the world when he was already such an unbelievable blocker. Yeah. He's, a, he's also still growing, too, which is scary. Yeah, you know? He's like seven feet he's, now, like a full you can seven. Tell he's Does like, he still have braces? You can tell he's like so. growing yeah. into his body, you know, yeah. Yeah. getting it's, bigger. Yeah, he's getting thicker. Why do you guys uh, think, because like, when you look at it on paper, like, Stoyanovsky's seven feet tall. You guys are both 6'5", maybe 6'5 yeah. and change for you. We're the exact same height. Okay. So, like, on paper, like, that's not a great matchup. Yeah. But you guys have been able to hang with Anders and Christian and, like, be up late in the third set against them. You had match point against Krasilnikov and Stoyanovsky. I feel like you guys play really well against the world's best. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I think it's – we know that, you know, on the world tour that anybody can win at any given time. Yeah. Um, even if there's definitive couple of – best teams out there yeah I mean Ellison Flugen just took right. <laughs> Christian to three yeah. yeah I think just trying to find the teams no matter who they are trying to find the team's weakness you know because everybody out there has weaknesses you know you just got to find them uh we did a you know I think do a good job of that yeah um but you know we're still we still have a lot of room to improve and actually beat those teams you yeah. know we still have to beat them Something I've seen from the beginning is, like, and, and I'll even throw Taylor into this mix, is, like, I think we get, like, if someone's hyped up and, like, they're the man, then we, we get a lot of energy and, like, at wanting to go after that person. Like, oh, they're the best team? We don't, like, buy into that. Like, right. oh, you guys are the best, such a good volleyball player. Like, no. Like, go prove it. You yeah. know, kind of thing. So I think we do... I mean, at least I get excited to go play against guys like that that are supposed to be the best. Um, and granted, they're proving why they're the best by doing it consistently. But for those specific matches, I think that Taylor, too, like you see him going at Phil, both of us. We always, when we first came out, it's like Phil's untouchable, right? Right. But we all went at him, like bring it, like prove it, rather than like, oh, no one's going to be able to play against him. Right. He's Phil all right. or whatever, you know? I think that's something that's big um, and why we can step up in big matches. But now we got to... The trick now is, like, how do we make that consistent? Mm. Make Be that consistent metal round team. Um, so there's a lot of room to grow there, but... Yeah. We have that... We definitely have that competitive edge at, like, as, like, not buying into, like, 
how good teams are because no, like all factor right yeah or if there is then we're trying to we're trying to counter it right. you know we're trying to make a statement yeah yeah. I feel like that's got to be a fun thing for you guys heading into the off season, or just like into the next season, or even into like your the rest of like your careers is like how much room you do have to grow if you like stay as a team for like a pretty long term because you're brand new at, <laughs> at a lot of what right. you're doing. Yeah, especially you like you took two years off almost, and, like, and then some came change. back, and then like I just yeah, added some to that. Just added a little bit and played left handed. My shoulders, <laughs> my shoulders, twenty eight. <laughs> Knees are 28. Yeah. My mind's 33. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gold. Mine is four. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Please. see what happens when uh, Baby Born comes along. Yeah, really. <laughs> no, I think we have... A, it's, it's exciting, but it's also like... We don't need to think like too long-term ahead. It's right. like volleyball careers are so long. And there's so many trips and like trials and tribulations and things that can happen. It's like not even worth like... like oh, we're going to go to L.A. Olympics together, which, like, sounds yeah. amazing. But it's really, like, dude, let's appreciate this opportunity we have right now. Like, first of all, the story, like, that we grew up together, blah, blah, blah. Um, and we have, like, before our biggest matches, the thing that, like, usually a lot of times comes up is, like, dude, we came from baby court playing together, yeah. like, to this, this right here, like, sitting in front of 13,000. Yeah. And we're just, like, stoked to be there and, it's super fun um but yeah i think you got to stay present with it too yeah. not like look too far ahead and we're just like we really have this quad to finish up take advantage of the opportunity we have at hand and and f- have as much fun with it as possible but i do agree it, if we keep growing and learning new ways to make this partnership work it's going to be super fun yeah cuz I, I think that's part of what makes you guys such a unique team compared to the other U.S. teams making that run because, like, Phil and Nick have been doing this for so long that, like, you know, it's not like Phil and Nick are going to start breaking out, like, jump shoot sets. You know, right. like, they're they're pretty – you know what they're going to do and what they have. And, like, yeah. Jake's been doing this for so long, and, like, he's going to love that big lob outside to the pin. Just chip and off his, the top. And his Just 70% chip off hard the top. angle swing. But like, you guys can still bring so many new things to the table, which I think like, is a really good position for you guys to be yeah. in. I like the fact that it's entertaining too. Yeah. Like attitude wise, Trevor's gonna run his mouth and whatever, be a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> be like Antonio Brown. Oh god. Not, oh my god. Not, dude. What not is the last part. One thing after you guys just saying. That guy's a Minus the last part. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's out of his mind. Dude, he is crazy. out of his mind. He, I don't think he'll play another down in the NFL. I um, yeah. But he's on my roommate's fantasy team. Well, it was he's hilarious. on my fantasy team. <laughs> Jeez. My little brother had drafted Andrew Luck the night that Andrew oh. Luck retired. Oh. <laughs> and had Antonio. Drafted him. No, he didn't have Antonio, but uh, drafted Andrew Luck. And then, like, an hour later, texted me. He's like, drafted Andrew Luck an hour ago, and he just retired. <laughs> oh, my <Out> God. Luck. <laughs> but, yeah, I think we have a lot of entertainment value too yeah and at the end of the day it's like we gotta go out there and have fun yeah like you can't get so caught up in like the pressure of, oh my god we gotta win this match like that takes away so much of first of all you're gonna not gonna play as good even though it's hard to like let go of like the idea like oh, i really all i want to do is win this match but like to be able to relax and be like i'm gonna go have fun yeah 
like take chances, be creative, talk to the crowd if you want, talk to the other team if you want, if it comes up. Um, I think that's a really big thing that, that we're both willing to do. I think a lot of people like would like to do it, but they get into the game and they're too tense. They're too like, no, I can't, I can't mess around right now or have yeah. fun with it because I only have this shot once. Whereas we're just, a lot of the times, especially when we play AVP, it's like, this is going to be fun. Like, yeah. let's, go, let's go entertain a little bit. We are yeah. entertainers at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Um, in AVP, you get a little bit more leeway to do that. Like, yeah. FIVP, they're just like, no, 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 like, you can't even fix that. We're like, divot in the same oh my God, yeah. Back in serve receive right away. It's a completely different vibe, and we play a lot different, too. Yeah. Uh, and the Euro players would freak out, I think, if you started talking to them <laughs> too much. Well, it was funny when you guys uh, started talking to Bergman and Harms in Vegas. They, like, well, shut yeah. down. That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll only get talking if they start talking. I'm like, oh, we're, we're going to play that game? Yeah. And then I'll go. Whereas before that, I'm like... the wrong team to do that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a bunch of pit bulls. Yeah. You just like... <laughs> yeah. You like came up against the, the oh, fence. Oh, man. And we're just like... <laughs> oh, we're going to... We get to go? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Is it... Because um, this is like the first time... Well, your second time. But I think this is the first time you've really been super present in realizing like the Olympic race and what you have to do because I feel like Hayden probably took care of a, a lot of that the organizational element but for you this is your first run at it is it harder to stay present when you have something as long as the Olympic race I mean it's like a two-year thing it's like it's so easy to look forward I feel like I mean like well if we finish here and here and they like you know Phil and Nick don't do well here then we'll be in good shape uh yeah I mean we try not to look forward too much, but obviously it's natural in this situation. But I think that's one of the most important things is to try and just take it one tournament at a time and try and do your best and get a good finish at that one tournament you're in. Yeah. Um, and, it, you know, every good finish, you know, you get, it takes a little less pressure off. Um, not to say, like, you can relax at all, but, um, yeah, for sure it's always in the back of your mind and you're always looking like what do we you know really need to do and to get to be able to qualify you know <clears throat> but uh yeah just the most important thing is to try and stay present in that specific tournament you're in um and focus in on that one that one match you're in basically yeah um that was kind of our main you know main thing as a team is to Take it one match at a time, one tournament at a time. Yeah. Did winning Manhattan take, because you mentioned kind of some tournaments, a good finish eases the pressure. Did winning Manhattan take any load off when playing in AVPs? Uh, for sure. I mean, yeah, for sure. But I think, like, this year, before that happened, playing in AVPs was like, it was almost, like, mentally, like, exhausting or, like, almost like not the actual AVP it's like just from the FIVB yeah like getting to that AVP you're like okay I can take like I can kind of relax now <laughs> yeah, right and catch my breath That's for just, a second yeah even though our 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 main goal one of our main goals not just to qualify for Tokyo which is the main goal but next in line is to just you know win as many AVPs as possible right and when we get to those AVPs we're there you know to win them and not take a step back but uh I think just naturally it was like for me this year at least like coming to those first couple AVPs I was just like 
oh shit after just being fucking <laughs> so Brazil yeah. to China yeah to here it's, and there it's tough too when we run into these teams who've just been training with with the Wilson they're just fresh coming yeah. off yeah. a few weeks and we're just like oh my god I'm coming off Czech Republic where I like basically couldn't jump yeah <laughs> and like you know whatever goes on on the road no excuses because so many teams do it um but that's a little like damn it these teams have just been like waiting and training for this one event with this ball yeah and they're like ripping serves or whatever and you're like (laughs) i could be ripping serves but like i just don't have it right now or we never got the reps or whatever you know uh but yeah like you said it's like definitely like a change in mindset whereas like right now for me i haven't played in a while fivb so now i mean it's not like i got a lot of reps with the wilson but no one has especially, especially with that thing yeah <laughs> but cut ball hawaii's gonna be fun yeah hawaii's gonna be really fun i feel like my game's back um like i said today i'm just crushing balls with my pillow <laughs> hand good pillow fight but Hawaii's going to be super fun for us. I'm stoked that I convinced Trevor to play with me. Or at least I played well enough in Rome to have him go back to me in Hawaii. Yeah. And uh, we get to play in front of our home crowd, which is going to be sick. He's got, like, half the islands is related to him. So we're going to have <laughs> yeah. plenty of fans. 77 cousins coming out. Yeah. They're going to be up. really busy with us <laughs> and Taylor to follow around. Um no, it's going to be sick. I'm yeah. super stoked And you that. guys played great there last year, too. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of the first event we, like, actually played good volleyball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beat um, Phil and Nick the first yeah. time. Yeah. And, dude, I was looking at that, you know that picture I posted a while ago of, I think, I forget who sent it to me, but it's a picture of, of uh, our mom's paddling team from, like, 1993 or something, two. Like, we were, like, one or two years old. And and uh, Trevor's in his mom's arms. I'm in my mom's arms, like with their paddling crew after the Molokai Channel, which is like the World Championships of canoe paddling. Yeah. That same that that same race finishes at the same place where the AVP is. So oh, we nice. were actually at the exact same venue in that picture. It's like black and white. And this this uh, next week, the AVP is during the Molokai finish. So our moms are, I think they're in the same crew. <laughs> they're going to be finishing on Sunday right before the finals, I oh, think. Oh, that's awesome. Pulling up on the beach at that exact same place where we have that photo, but now me and Trevor playing in the AVP. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be sick because all those, I, I, I paddled for like 10 years growing up. He grew up around, we both grew up around it. So that whole paddling community is going to be right there in the lagoon, 100 yards from the stadium. Yeah. And everyone's, I'm assuming gonna come and watch and see us win it. It's awesome. It's kind of. I love cool. how tight knit everyone in Hawaii is. Well, it's a small place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. I know that we have uh, food coming in. I think the Thai food's here. Oh yeah. I think we got the food here. So Trevor, for like the fiftieth time, thanks for coming on. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks and for having me. You uh, you do have to give another piece of advice though. One piece of advice to an up-and-coming beach volleyball player. Well, have you been on recently enough that we've asked you the final question? He's heard yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We've heard it. So our, our last question is if you had to give one piece of advice to an up-and-coming beach volleyball player, what would that piece of advice be? Be able to side out from the left and the right. 
Ooh. I like that. It's a good point because being versatile gives you partner options. Being yeah. vers- versatile is the number one thing in beach volleyball, if you think of it. Just yeah. You want to be able to do every skill, you know, good. Yeah. To be all around good player. That's why I loved playing uh, Chicago on the left. It was fun just like being able to do uh, it because yeah. like, no one ever sees a lefty First on the left. lefty on the left, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's fun knowing I can do it now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. Thanks for coming on, Trev. Let's get some food. Shoots. Shoots. Shoots.